Hello and welcome to Randy in Real Life. Tonight's episode is called Profits and Profits. Now, if you have read this, you know it's spelled differently than it sounds. Profits and Profits, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S and P-R-O-F-I-T-S, Profits and Profits. I wrote a post on Facebook earlier in the heat of my spirit. It reminds me of Ezekiel chapter 3 where... The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord came and took Ezekiel in the heat of his his spirit, in the bitterness of heat, and took him away to the captives that dwell at Tel Abib. And I kind of felt this passion today, this this intensity. And I don't do a lot of rants, and I'm really try to stay off of social media. and, And, you know, as far as sharing a strong opinion, everyone has an opinion today, and everyone thinks that their opinion is right. Uh, just go look at the vaccine crowd and the non-vaccine crowd, you know, and everyone thinks they're right. And you got the super duper pro-vaccine people who think that they're the experts, but yet the experts are demonstrating daily that they're not experts. And then you have the non-vaccine crowd that are also um, experts, but they're not experts either. But anyway, so I wrote this, but uh, dealing with the prophetic community because there's just so much garbage out there, and I just I had enough. Uh, I see a lot of garbage on Facebook. You see a lot of uh, people, and some of these people I I know. Some of them I, I've watched them over the course of a decade or so that were humble. They were really humble and just loved Jesus. Were so excited to be ministers. Which the word minister it means to serve. It means servant. That's what a minister is. And somehow they've forgotten that, and they have become these self-serving demigods who believe that their words are somehow, there's some special anointing or there's some special privileged position of ego. They believe the own press that they made up about themselves. And, you know, I'm so concerned, I'm not going to name any names, but I feel like if they don't do some course correction, they are entering into the judgment of the Lord. And so God's not going to be mocked. And there's some places that we just should not go. You don't touch his glory. So the charismatic community whom I love, they I love because of their simplicity, their uh, desire and willingness and hunger to experience and to see and to believe God for the impossible and signs and wonders and miracles and healings and uh, and at the same time, they can be so gullible, one of the most gullible and uh, out of a place of innocence, and will just believe anything that anyone says. And so it's so easy to exploit and take advantage of the charismatic community. I mean, people who are outright as fake as fake can be, and yet people just believe and just go with it. And it's horrible. You'll hear some of these people and they start talking in a way and the glory of God, there's this manifestation coming of this depth of level. And I've been into the third dimension and, and they're full of it, but we just would just believe them. So I kind of had enough and I went on a rant, wrote this thing on Facebook, and I'm actually going to share that with you that I'm going to break it down. Then I want to encourage you. So, uh, just stay along for this ride. I I really feel it's going to be good. I'm going to do my best not to have a radio voice. A friend told me the other day, he goes, you got a radio voice when you podcast, and I'm trying not to, but it, it, I really feel like if you were sitting in front of me right now, this is, if, and I'm excited like I am right now, I'm going to talk like this. So let me do my best. I'm going to read this. 
break it down, and then I'm going to read a passage out of Jeremiah 23, and then I want to encourage you, encourage you, all right? So let me just say this real quick. For some of you who are listening, and you're a minister or a preacher, maybe you're someone that we know each other, and I have a word for you. And, you know, in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 17, the prophet Samuel told Saul, so Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, were you not the head of the tribes of Israel? And did not the Lord anoint you king over Israel? He said, when you were little, when you were small in your own eye, uh, in your own eyes, I want to remind you, preacher, I want to remind you that it's uh, your responsibility to stay small in your own eyes and to walk that path of humility. Philippians chapter two, go read it again about Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not uh, consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and humbled himself into the, to the point of death, wherefore God has also highly exalted him. That's in Philippians chapter 2. I, I, I'm pretty sure I quoted that pretty accurate. I'm just quoting it right now. But guess what? You're not Jesus. You're not the Son of God. So no matter how much you humble yourself, you will not be exalted like Jesus. But in Christ, we are seated with him in heavenly places. It's in Christ. It's about him, not us. Now, let me read this because we are entering a season and a time where we need prophets of the Lord. I don't know how many we have right now, but I don't know. I believe most that call themselves a prophet are not a prophet, especially in social media right now. Especially the one, well, let me just get, let me just start reading right now because look, we are coming sometimes where we need absolute clarity and we need some voices we need some voices not just angry voices not just you know you're just mad but we need people who are filled with the spirit of god and who honestly they have a grasp of the word of god they have a grasp on humanity and and they're able to articulate and communicate what the lord is trying to say so here's what i wrote on facebook and i put in all caps nonprofits you know, a little pun right there for those of you who can get it. And I open up by quoting from Jeremiah 23, 21, and I'm going to actually read out of Jeremiah in just a minute. But let me read to you my post tonight that I wrote on Facebook, and I may break it down as I'm reading it. And also, if you, if you happen to read this, then it's obviously going to sound a lot different as I'm reading it right here. You know, when you're writing things, you it's hard to put an emphasis on things. You can try to by putting quotes by all capsing, you know, all ca- putting all caps on some words. So let me read it to you the way I wanted it to be heard. Jeremiah 23, 21, I have not sent these prophets. Now this is God speaking through Jeremiah. I have not sent these prophets, yet they run around claiming to speak for me. I have given them no message, yet they go on prophesying. Jeremiah 23, 21, here's what I wrote. So many prophets profiting and profiling today all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and just anywhere and everywhere they can get an audience. Big, huge personalities. So large of a personality, in fact, that it is very difficult to see their tiny Jesus. They have stuff somewhere in the background. Look, guys, let me just take a pause from this post. I can't remember how many times... I've saw people just propagating things over and over and over and over and over and over. And it's all about that man. It's all about his gifts. It's all about his special this or his special that. 
very little Jesus. And what is there is somehow turned in such a way to elevate that person more than Jesus. It's ridiculous. Let me keep going. They do not have a special anointing. That does not exist. When somebody comes around here, there's a special anointing. God has placed this mantle and he called me up into heaven. And he told me, you look, stay away from that garbage. They do not have a special anointing. That does not exist. The word of God says in 1 John 2, now I'm going to be spitting out scriptures as they come to me, okay? You have to go look them up yourselves. 1 John 2.20, 1 John 2.27. The Bible says you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have an anointing. The Holy Spirit, if you've been born again, the Holy Spirit resides within you. So you don't need some person's special anointing that they have. And I've been in some circles, of course, and look, early on in, in the charismatic communities, we all, a lot of us participate in this. I remember I'd be in services where there's pastors call us up. There's a special anointing right now for whatever. Come up here. And we'd all go up there because we're going to get some anointing. And it took years of being in the word, maturing in Christ to realize, man, that was all ridiculous. There's no special anointings. It sounds great. Uh, For years, I begin to say this, that you don't need more anointing. People run around saying, praying, God, please, more anointing, more anointing, laying hands on people, double anointing, double portion. It sounds so cool and spectacular in that camp. Why do you need more anointing though? And I say this often, why do you need more of an anointing to go on and still not do the basic things that we're called to do as far as sharing the gospel? God, give me a more. If you only understood what was already upon you, I'm going to tell you, it would be so encouraging if you already knew what God has already done for you in Christ and what already belongs to you as a believer and the access you have, it could revolutionize your life. Let me keep going right now. Okay. They do not have a special anointing is what I wrote. That does not exist. I wrote this. They do not have greater access or insight to the presence of God than you or anyone else. They are lying. Now, why would I say that? Because a man or woman of God knows this, that we all, because of the blood of Christ, have access to the Holy of Holies. So when they say that they have this special access and there's a special key that God has opened up this to them, that is very dangerous. It's extra biblical. It's outside of the parameters, all right, that we see anywhere in the New Testament. They don't have this greater access. By saying that, it puts them in the special category. And you have to understand it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's not like Father, Son, Holy Spirit in this special bracket of people that have this unique insight, okay? That's ridiculous. There's this elevation that people give. I need to stop right now. That's going to come down later. Let me just pause, okay, or restrain myself. Let me keep reading. Here's what I wrote next. They have zero authority to exercise authority over any man or woman that is demonic and ungodly. Biblical authority is real and looks completely different than what these posers communicate. Now, I'm probably going to have to do an episode and talk about spiritual authority, biblical authority. But what is demonic and ungodly is this word control. And when they try to exert, like they have some type of an authority that allows them to make decisions for your future, over your family, over your marriage, over your children, over your finances, over your personal walk with God, that is dangerous. That is dangerous and it's demonic. Let's keep going. They cannot pronounce a curse on another believer for challenging their inflated egos. I've watched some supposed false prophets or people getting up there, just immature people, publicly putting some curse and even jumping in comments and cursing people and as though, I mean, that's just nuts. And it's so ridiculous. 
and people buy into that and believe that. It's utterly ridiculous. They cannot pronounce a curse on another believer for challenging their inflated egos. I wrote this too. There is no reward uh, reward for serving, honoring, or giving money to these pretenders to the throne. And that's something that's um, we see all throughout the excesses and the prosperity movement. Brother Hagen, before he passed away, he called this meeting and met with a number of men from across the uh, Word of Faith movement and brought correction to them in the areas of their overindulgences and their excesses in concerning prosperity. He addressed things like name it, uh, naming your seed, the hundredfold return, um, you know, supernatural, uh, what was it, um, the debt transfer. Uh, I mean, he just smashed it incredibly well. There's actually a book called The Modest Touch. If you're not even into the Word of Faith movement, which really is, uh, we're in a season where that does not, that, that's past now, that thing, that thing went belly up years ago. You got to go pick up that book, Modest Touch. You can find it some places. It might be harder to find. Um, it's, it's in the, in that movement, they're not really a fan of that book, but Hey, that's, that's their dad. Hagen. go get that book. It'll rock your world. And I love that he wrote that. And he actually had that meeting to try to help those men. So let's go on. Let's keep reading. Doesn't matter how many dreams and visions they manufacture and lie about to deceive and manipulate innocent and gullible people. I do believe in dreams and visions, by the way. And I wrote that. And then I wrote this. They are cowards. Run from them, block them, ignore them. All right, now I want to read to you out of Jeremiah chapter 23, starting in verse 16. Look, God takes a very strong um, position with prophets. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says to his people. Do not listen to these prophets when they prophesy to you. So, hey, Randy, what, what do you do when these, these people are trying to prophesy? Don't listen to them. <laughs> Just don't listen to them. How can I know if I'm being led? How can I know if, I'm, if somebody is manipulating me or trying to be deceitful? The, one of the best ways is, A, is let me go ahead and say this real quick. I was probably going to do this later. Um, you need to have a devotional life. You have to be in the Word of God for yourself. If you'll stay in the Word of God, number one, not just that, but if you'll stay in the Word of God, give yourself to, to a have a devotional life where you are habitually reading through the Word of God. Reading through the Word of God, reading through the Word of God. Two, you have a prayer life and you become sensitive uh, to the things of God. Three, you're a part of a local church. You're part of a body where you're fellowshipping with other believers. They can help you. You don't have everything. That's why you need other brothers and sisters in Christ. Those are three things that can really help you to know. All right, let's let's go on. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says to his people. Do not listen to these prophets when they prophesy to you, filling you with futile hopes. They are making up everything they say. They do not speak for the Lord. I feel that so strongly about a lot of these people today. They keep saying to those who despise my word, don't worry, the Lord says you will have peace. And to those who stubbornly follow their own desires, they say, no harm will come your way. I've saw this so many times where prophets come into the town and everything they have to say is all positive, positive, positive. 
And there's never confrontation. There's never correction. There's never a rebuke. There's never a call to holiness or whatever it might be that prophets are absolutely known for bringing correction and order. And yet what we see most of is these empty promises and and such an elevation of themselves is just dangerous. Let's keep going. Look in verse 18. Ooh, this is just, it gets dangerous. Have any of these prophets been in the Lord's presence to hear what he is really saying? Has even one of them cared enough to listen? Look, the Lord's anger burst out like a storm, a whirlwind that swirls down on the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not diminish until it is finished all he has planned. In the days to come, you will understand all this very clearly. Some of you have allowed yourselves to become so frustrated with people who have perpetuated something these and and you know they're and realize that they're charlatans or whatever it might be and you've gotten so disgusted and said that's that's church I don't want anything to do with it but God is himself angry about this they have misrepresented him so don't get mad at God let's keep reading look what God says I have not sent these prophets yet they run around claiming to speak for me I have given them no message yet they go on prophesying if they had stood before me and listened to me, they would have spoken my words and they would have turned my people from their evil ways and deeds. Am I a God who is only close at hand, says the Lord? No, I'm far away at the same time. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and earth, says the Lord? I've heard these prophets say, Listen to the dream I had from God last night. And then they proceed to tell lies in my name. How long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit, inventing everything they say. Oh, my goodness. Let me keep reading now. I'm almost done. How long will this go on? All right. Uh, by telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me, just as their ancestors did by worshiping the idols of Baal. Let these false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. There is a difference between straw and grain. Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces? I love this. And when I was reading this earlier in verse 28, where it says, let the false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. I would rather be a true messenger who is faithful at proclaiming the word of God than to be a false prophet just living off of hype of some fake, false, phony dream. There is something beautiful about the simplicity that we have in Christ. We're in an era of so much pressure, like like unbelievable pressure right now. There's a pressure to jump into a political fight. There's a there's pressure to do this or to do that. There's there's pressure. Uh, you know, the different movements that are coming forth today. There's an outright brutal um, homosexual agenda, transgenderism that is so diluting the word of God and diluting and coming after our kids and such a brainwashing, a desensitization all across this air. It's, it's filling up Hollywood, media, politics, public education, 
uh, you know, our music in such a wave and a flood of filth like we have never saw coming from every front. There's a such a pressure right now that we're in a time where it could be easy for people just to give up hope and to lose heart, to become discouraged. And that's what it means to be discouraged. To mean to have courage means to have heart. When you're discouraged, you've just you've lost heart. And so we're in a time where we need simplicity. We need authenticity. And the safest thing we're coming into right now is community of faith, local churches, and your normal everyday people who love God, who can encourage one another with the word of God, not getting caught up on the hype train by following these false prophets, always giving you a word. You need to know right now that you can actually turn off this episode. You can cut off this podcast. And you, if you, you could even be driving. You could pull over on the side of the road and just say, Lord, I love you, and I want to know you. And right there, the Holy Spirit can begin to minister to you, communicate with you. You can open up your Bible, open it up on your phone, or go grab an actual, you know, your, a Bible and open it and say, Lord, I just want to know you. Open up to 1 John and just read a couple chapters. Go to the Gospel of John and just read a chapter. Go to Ephesians and just start reading a few verses. And the, the Lord can do more with that than you can by paying $350 to join some prophetic community so you can learn how to interpret dreams, which is all a bunch of bull crap. And I want to encourage that because we're coming to a day where we need reality, a dose of reality. But some of our ministers don't live in reality themselves. So there is something that's coming. I'm telling you, I feel excited because I feel like there is a there is a movement that's rising up. I think it's underground right now. I think the Lord is preparing some people, and it's going to send some incredible shockwaves to the body of Christ. All right? So if you feel like you've been uh, manipulated or what have you, then I want to encourage you, just get before the Lord, forgive that person, unfollow that person, stay away from that person. You will do better faithfully attending a church. And you look, is and if you just go to church on a Sunday, then you just and you don't really have friends and relationships and true brothers and sisters in Christ that you're doing life with that know you and you know them and that can speak into your life and you can also speak into their life and you can ask questions, you can read through the word together. You gotta have that. All right. Okay, so prophets and prophets. I hope you got something out of this. I feel like most of it was a rant, but some of it is maybe just to help some people who, you know, you've just been caught up in some things. And then also for some of you who maybe you're a you're a um you're a phony prophet, you're a fake, you're charlatan, then you know, I hope that you will come to your senses and wake up. You might need it, maybe you want to give me a call, uh, give me a call. You can uh, email me at Randy at Randygudo.com. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, you know, if you want to challenge what I'm saying, I'd love to have a conversation with you and hear you out. And I would love to share some things with you. Uh, you know, I believe we're still in a time of grace and mercy, but you know, God is not going to allow His bride to be manipulated for long. He's not going to allow him to be deceived and um, lied to and mistreated and abused. Uh, so, anyway, hey, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, uh, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this. Share it if you would, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.